Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Yankees Chat. That's what I'm talking about. The show that is all things Yankee. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. With me this evening, uh, former brand manager of the G.I. Joe toy brand at Hasbro, the hot show, Mark Weber. Yeah, I'm learning all sorts of things about G.I. Joe marketing on Facebook this week. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? You just, I didn't even have to sign up for the course. It was great. Wow. What, what was it? A tidy retailer in the Philippines has given you the business? My favorite bit. And I, I should have written down who, who did this, but I didn't, you know, I'm never going to be the, well, don't you know who I am guy? Cause come on, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to be that guy, but somebody else after like the third time I got mansplained in the same thread, somebody else posted a picture of a guy holding up a sign that said, you finna get drugged. <laughs> And but but I was I I was good but yeah we had uh, we had uh, an educate a teaching opportunity online who knew right and also joining us in place of the injured Joe Colton uh, she's out with a hamstring it's rack time Rob greetings with his ill fitting hat from having too much hair. I know. Like I said, I'm. I have to get a haircut tomorrow, or Stump Merrill will bunch me. Right. Exactly. That's the sort of. <laughs> that's the it's sort constricting of, the blood flow to my head. I have to take it off. That's uh, the sort of in joke that nobody's going to get, except fans of all things Yankees. That's right. Hey, try podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Bronx. Former win it all this year. I'm telling you. Formerly, what's on Joe mind? <laughs> And there goes everybody. Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's the Eternal Baseball Podcast. Yeah. Where we can't quite feel the team, but we'll get there. Well, right now, I'm, I'm seeing seven viewers, so that's that means we're up on the, what, by six? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the one viewer is usually me. Why don't you tell everybody, well, we got everybody. Why don't you tell everybody who might be, also be a baseball fan where to find you on the weekends? Oh, uh, we run the Eternal Baseball podcast on Sunday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. That's my little side hustle project. You can see it at eternalbaseball.com. Basically, the greatest players of all time assembled on the franchise teams playing one full season. And it's it's been a lot of fun so far. And now it's just basically the whole league against the San Francisco Giants, who are like 27 and 6. Like they they just can't be stopped. So we you know everybody will. It, it's like the battle royal where everybody eventually just grabs Andre at once and is like, okay, big boy, <laughs> over you go. That's a turtle baseball right now. It's the Giants and everybody else. Rogers, Hornsby's hitting everything. Oh my God, there it's uh, and Bonds isn't even hitting yet, right? And it's peak Bonds, so it's you know incredible Hulk Bonds, and he's not hitting at all. The best bet, we, we had them as a, one of our games of the week early on. We play one game live. And it's Willie Mays in center. like, And everybody's at like their absolute prime. So it's absolute prime, you know, 27-year-old Willie Mays with Bonds and left and McCovey and right. And some guy just smoked a double to left. And the little dot that is Barry Bonds in the game didn't even move. Just like, you know, one of those no-doubter homers where you don't even bother. And then here comes Willie from the center, just all the way over, makes the catch against the wall behind Bonds. Like, no worries. 
No worries. Say, hey, I got it. Go hurt yourself, kid. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think his hat fell off on one side of Bonds, and he made the catch on the other side of Bonds, <laughs> which is hard to do because this is like 1999 Bonds, so he's 12 feet wide. I'm sure from the field level, Cam, they must have lost Maze for a couple seconds, right? <laughs> <laughs> Back there somewhere. He makes the catch. He was he was stuck in the shadows, caught <laughs> Bonds' head. That's he had, to, he had the glasses down, and then when he got behind Bonds, he had to flip him up. Flip him up. <laughs> what's this, <laughs> le this no-necked Leviathan? Right, exactly. It's, Did you see Bonds like recently? He was like hitting coach with somebody. His neck grew back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he, well, he looked like '80s Barry Bonds again. Yeah. About 170 pounds. Didn't yeah. look like a didn't look a day over 35. He looks fantastic. No kidding. Yeah. yeah Apparently, no, there's a lot of preservatives in there. I to see him try on one of his old hats. Right. Like, <laughs> he'd probably just hit the brim and it would spin for half an hour. It's gonna look like one of the little rascals. <laughs> right. It's spanky and let me. Oh my goodness! So, anyways, that's uh, that's it for us there. Of course, this is what's on Joe' mind, uh, a fan cast about the world of GI Joe, and uh, it's been a busy week, and we certainly have some things to accomplish. So, why don't we go ahead and get to the news? Go ahead, right, wait. first. You go. All right. Do, 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 do. Jesus. Hey, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I'm a guest. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. You're half of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. <laughs> That's what's throwing me, because Mike's the flair of the horseman. But with you guys together, how are you not only an arm, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having a hard time reconciling. Uh, just don't, uh, don't, don't Paul Roma it up over there. We'll be okay. <laughs> oh, that's so cold. <laughs> Romo's better than Mongo. Come on, Mongo? Look, even he was good at shouting the angry words. Paul Romo was just lost out there. Yeah, I guess. Pretty wonderful. Anyways, uh, first news item. Henry Golden confirms that reshoots are underway for Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. So, yeah. We had no reason to doubt that. Uh, when, when that news broke, it made absolute perfect sense. Uh, didn't bother putting together a... a montage of Henry Golding wearing a, a face shield shots because that they're all over Instagram. You want to go see that, go check out his Instagram. It'd be great. Uh, Henry Golding seems like a decent dude. Looked like he was bleeding a little bit, right? Under the shield? Face blood. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Not, <laughs> not that he was hurt, not that he was really wounded. I'm sure that's, you know, leftover makeup from whatever scene he was shooting. But that also means Oh, he must have been in a fight with no mask on, right? See? Mm -hmm. See where I'm going there? That's yeah, yeah. Pure conjecture, but I Training think most, with the hard master. most of us believe, you know, that there will either be no mask or a mask at the very end. Maybe even Easter eggy. So, uh, by, by most of us, do you mean most of us on this show? No, most of us on this planet. Because we can vouch for most of us on this show. Come on. There's no way you're seeing You and I believe that. So at least that right there, even if Racktime Rob d disagrees, 
the majority of us on this show think that that's going to be the case. So you yeah. can say, yeah, I, well, it's two thirds. It's a simple majority, right? Right. And poor Racktime Rob had to spend so much time dead gaming this spring. He probably thinks Snake Eyes is going to be in in like candy apple red with like I'm uh, versions with like Brutus the Barber beefcake tights. See what I did there? Oh. I'm just hoping that when I'm watching this movie, I don't start screaming in the theater by have because I'm having horrible flashbacks. <laughs> Maybe you'll have some some ultimate warrior tassels and different. Take it away! Why is Tesco smiling like that? Shake the rope. Be awesome. Roadblock will be cutting things with his cheekbones. <laughs> slicing slicing rock like cheese. Yeah, no, it'd be handy as a chef just to be able to pick up the tomato and go holding a massive gun that has less detail than a plank of wood. Right. So yeah, be ready for the next issue episode of Rack Time. Um someday. It uh it, it has been recorded. Oh well. There yeah. we go. Perhaps so, perhaps I should know about these things. Uh, you guys should talk more. You were eating. Sometimes uh, post haircut. Yes. When my head is five pounds lighter. <laughs> Next news item. Guy jumped fast. I thought we were taking People are complaining. That's fine. <laughs> IDW has announced the exclusive comic for WonderCon at home. Uh, IDW's online event, WonderCon at Home, kicked off on March 25. It's a couple days, yesterday, rather, uh, and has featured many of their comics talent on various panels, uh, none of whom work specifically on any G.I. Joe comic in a creative capacity. So, But uh, there is an exclusive comic uh, for G.I. Joe, Serpentor Uncoiled, that's available from IDW's website. Checking in at $15, it's a reprint of Marvel's Real American Hero 49 and 50, uh, combined into one issue with an exclusive Serpentor cover, and I'll get that up in a second. Get yours today at wondercon.idwpublishing.com. we got a link to that down in the description. And uh, bear with me as I, as I share the screen here. Ooh. It's a good-looking cover. Yeah. yeah. Which it better be, because you're paying 15 bucks for that. No joke. Oh, no kidding. So, yeah, 15 bucks for a great-looking cover. Uh, doesn't look anything like Joe Colton did at that one Joe-Con. Less sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Probably smells better, too. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Cheap shot. Cheap shot. Cheap shot. But uh, yeah, that's your that's your con exclusive cover for Serpentor Uncoiled, uh, available now at WonderCon.idwpublishing.com. You can also pick it up at Space Falls Two: The Search for More Money. Right. Yeah. What a grab! What an absolute cash grab. <laughs> What's important is you're not bitter. Hey, yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's not hurting me any. At I mean, least at least the, the people, at least the people who work on it this way do get a, you know, probably do get some bit of a cut if you buy it. At least the cover's cool because sometimes yeah. they have like those, you know, uh, con exclusive things, and the covers aren't even good. And then people are really buying it begrudgingly. Oh man, here's my <laughs> ten bucks. 
it looks it looks like it's the '80s creative team listed at the top of the issue, so you, they're getting yeah. creative credit. So, hey, at least least uh least more more cash for Andy Mushinsky. There you go. Right. So, anyways, next news item. Do 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 do. <laughs> uh, Jazzwares has released images of the new domes with a Z, so you know it's hip and happening now. Uh, as we talked about several months ago with former Jazzwares des designer Bobby Vala, retailer Hot Topic released the first official images of the seven figures in the initial wave. Oh no! Uh, let me uh, let me get them up for you too here. Bouncing back and forth between browsers is. It's not fun. Oh, wow. I forgot my own news item. Anyways, here's domes. Uh, you can see them there. Duke, Snake Eyes, Roadblock, Storm Shadow, Cobra Commander, and Destro. And then there is a variant Cobra Commander with a little cape and a little scepter in there, too. These guys are supposedly in the poses that they are in for their card art. So... I guess Which Duke that. is not. Yeah. yeah, kinda. I mean, Snake Eyes isn't either because there's no timber. But, um, eh, I mean, if this is your thing, great. But this isn't my thing. I, I don't need. <laughs> I don't need little mini GI Joe statues under glass. I just, I, I don't. I don't care at all. But uh, you got a link down in the description again. Uh, we, we're linking you up to. Um, Hot Topics website. They're on sale right now, five fifty three a piece. I like that they're matching the card art, you know, pretty much. That that shows a you know a understanding the brand a little bit. So yeah. you know, and they picked the right guys. So okay, I mean it's not for me, but when they first popped up, they reminded me of an old uh, Beavis and Butthead video where they were, like a Bon Jovi video popped up and they were quiet for like five seconds, and then Butthead went, "Oh no." <laughs> that's, that's what I felt like. like yeah yeah remember this was a everybody thought that jazzwares was going to get it to do a, a four inch line mm -hmm. yeah and you're looking was, at it yeah that well no the jazzwares every and we we went to the sort we went right to bobby vala who had just got yeah. done working for jazzwares and and we pooped on that parade months ago so yeah. it, it it kind of strikes me as funny now that the the jazzwares jazzwares is actually showing up the the actual product that you know we said months ago you were going to get, and it's pretty terrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that where we get on this is, you know, none of these are going to Mike. But if there was a beachhead, yeah, yeah, one on the shelf. If you know, it's one of those. If somebody got me one, I would, I would keep it on the shelf. But other, right. I'm, I'm just not going to look for this stuff right now. Yeah, I hear you. It's, it's all right. It's not expensive. You know, the poses sell it for me a little bit, but I don't I don't need it at all. So yeah. I mean five bucks and change on sale, okay, maybe. Yeah. You buy one just for the if they're they're blind bagged, by the way, so you have no idea what you're getting when you order one. Yeah. I uh, can see I can see some people opening a bunch and putting them up on eBay, right? Just to sell the one, you know, would you pay? I'm not going to blind bet. Like if, if Ace was in here or Steeler or God forbid Interrogator, the best Cobra ever, I wouldn't be buying blind bags. I'd be paying 10 bucks for the one I want 
off eBay. That's just how it works for me. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, if if this is going to get any kind of traction, I, I would think that they'd have to move into other characters pretty quick. Because yeah. Lord knows how many how many different ways are we going to get the same six characters? I mean, it's basically it's this six and Scarlet and Baroness, right? That we just keep yeah. getting over and over and over and over and over again. It's yeah. it's just it's boring, you know. It's like I, maybe I'd be more fired up for this if there was somebody unusual in there like uh I, i'm seeing ripcord pop up in the live chat um eh, sure why not why not ripcord you know why not blowtorch why not dusty why not even even somebody on the b list like shipwreck or something you know, just somebody different in one spot please dr link talbot dr link freaking talbot yeah. combat veterinarian if that's your if that's your chase figure, great. We'd see people tearing it up for Link Talbot for the first time in years. If I were somebody making the you know the, the third I would say third party, but if I were licensing Joe, that's what I'd go after, right? Like, what was the figure we looked at last week? The Destro, the hundred dollar Destro, right? Right? Like, I would I Destro, cool. I and mean, Hasbro said yes. Second request, I'd be like Snow Job, right? or torpedo or wetsuit or give me somebody who resonates who maybe isn't a-list but who you haven't touched in years give me that guy give me scrap iron right especially uh since they're at the six inch scale too right give me somebody you're not doing and uh i don't know if they would get a yes on that but that that's what i'd ask for if i were licensing joe mm. I think I think because they're those things are considered like such premium end collectibles, you know, I think they're something like that they're just gonna go the big names. Yeah. Just seems like they could go I understand you probably want to play the hits, makes sense. But once in a while, man, the, the Joe lineup is so deep and so diverse that uh, I think you could go you could go B, you know, B B plus. Stay yeah, away like, from just the A list guys. The B list is a pretty deep list. Yeah. Hey, what do you know? I have a dog. Somebody ah. stepped on it. Yeah. Not only do you have a dog, somebody stepped on it. Right. That's called the neighbor came home and tried to go into his own house. <laughs> the nerve. He's so selfish. Uh, you sound weary by this, the honcho. Weary. No, 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 no. It's all good. <laughs> Not at all. It's all good. <laughs> Doesn't get old in the least. Isn't this normally right about where you have kids trying to sneak up or down the stairs? We're going to see how that goes tonight. Pay attention. All right. Excellent. All right. Get the kid counter up. Right. Ding. Let me find uh, let me find the rundown. Go back to it here. Oh yeah, uh, June solicitation. Next news item. Doot, 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 doot. Uh, June for GI Joe two eighty four has an interesting tidbit, and I'll, I'll pull that back up here. Uh, so there's the 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 B cover for GI Joe two eighty four, as done by Freddie Williams two. Who I, I I met in a message board. I, I I tangentially knew him for a little bit. 
but anyways, uh, 284, like most issues of the series, will have two separate covers. The B cover by artist Freddie Williams, too, uh, depicts Snake Eyes and Stalker leading a charge of several Joes, including Sightline. Only, is it Hasbro's Sightline? There's Sightline there next to Stalker on the far side there. Or is it Joe Declassified Sightline? <laughs> And if you look at the helmet with the red visor and the mask, it looks an awful lot like Joe Declassified Sightline. And I just wanted to throw this in the news because any figure that I, I helped create getting on a cover of, of a comic book, I feel I feel good about that. Mm -hmm. Look, um, and uh, Philip Donnelly, if that is his real name. No, that is. Where, where is Biff tonight? Mention this to me. Uh, if McConk. You mean talk, talk about mixed feelings here because anything sightline I'm cool with, right? Anything that that you know gives another ring of the bell for uh the tribute figure is good, right? But I absolutely cringed when he finally got into a story and he got critically wounded like right away, right? Like, mm, come on, I mean. If you understood what it kind of stands for, you might have picked another guy. But then Mindbender sent him a robot leg, so he's going to be okay. Look at this. Whoa, who's that? Hey, 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 hey. Get back here. Hey. Yep. There goes the lovely list. Uh, <laughs> it's this time. So, look, I would rather have the declassified figure on the cover than it not being there. But the fact that this ran through... Hasbro, and they signed off on a cover with an unlicensed figure on it. <laughs> I just props to my man Freddie Williams. That's all I'm saying. I mean, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, Mark, I think I think you've touched on the status of the disconnect between the people running GI Joe and the property of GI Joe several times. So. This has to be just another feather in the cap there. I just I want to be really clear how I talk how I talk about this because I love that sightlines on the cover at all. And I love that this figure got made. I don't have any problem with it. I think it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, just the idea of who's that dude on the cover? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, hey, again. Props to Freddie Williams for thinking, you know what? I'm going to put Sightline on there. And yeah, then Sightline and putting that Sightline on there. Yeah. Yes. I just, yeah. They used to get feedback like, Scarlet's right-handed. Can you put the crossbow in her right hand, please? Sure. That's just, that's just your feedback, Mark. That's just well, your well, It's accurate, but. I, I, I'm not taking that away from you. Not taking that away from you. It, yeah. it, that's only your feedback. <laughs> well, it's got, you know, the offset sight, like Han Solo's pitcher. You ever see Han Solo fire that blaster left-handed? No, that's true. No, pretty hard. Yeah. Or maybe he's just that good a shot that it don't matter. He's Han but, Solo. He's that good. Nah, he's Han Solo. What are you going to do? Well, that 1978 figure, too, is has the left hand was both tiny and doing some weird high yeah. five thing. Was it a salute or a judo chop or what's going I, on? I, I hope it wasn't a salute because that's not yeah. a good. Yeah, no, no, I meant I meant turn. I didn't mean yeah. No, no, but again, that, that arm's just going straight up and down. So I hope it's not a salute. 
That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And another reason why I got out of Star Wars as soon as right. I saw Joe figures. It's so he can reach for the hyperdrive. Yeah, which isn't working anyway. <laughs> Jazz hands down. So good. Right? <laughs> got it down. Jazz hands. <laughs> so, anyways. I'm looking forward to the next issue, which has Ken on the cover, apparently. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Is it the official Ken, or is it the... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go into a knockoff Ken. Is, right? fa- is it the fans Ken? Yeah, right? You know, the one, the one with the dad bod and the stubble. <laughs> <laughs> Coilcon Ken. That's what right. <laughs> uh, Coilcon Ken is just f- flat-out overweight. <laughs> on there. Anyways, as as the few remaining CoilCon regulars that, that tune into our program tune out immediately. <laughs> anyways, that that's it for the news. Do, 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 do. Okay, taking some notes from Joe Galton on that one. Her spirit is <laughs> tangible. Eye roll. It's like grabbing a seance, right? Yeah. So, anyways, on to the post sock. Uh, hi, everyone. Do you think it's a safe bet that the upcoming Lady J classified figure will be re-released in Sunbow cartoon accurate colors? I am passing on the first version because it is so monochromatic and plain. Flint needs his partner. Wink, wink. That is from Brad Glynn via email. Uh, good question, Brad. I think that'd be a real easy repaint to do. Uh, that seems to be the way that they're going with some of these early figures. So, sure. I mean, it, it makes sense. I, and I really like how they're giving a more, you know, at least an alternate paint style to the re-release of the season or series one guys and, and gal. So, totally makes sense. Because they don't have to do that, right? That's a real, I think that's a real coup for them. And I, I, you know, I don't know if that's a low bar or not. But, um, yeah, because it would have been just as easy. Because it's something really interesting to look at. Because back in in my day, which is getting further and further in the rearview mirror, that would have cost an item just to repaint Duke in the exact same packaging. That would have cost an item. So now you're looking at, you know, a, a wave that has just Flint and Lady J normally would have only cost two items. And the rest were all carry forward th- uh, figures that had no changes to them. But... But now, you know, if Roadblock has updated paint, if Duke has updated paint, Scarlet has updated paint, they would cost, from an item count perspective, the same as a brand new tool head-to-toe flint. So it certainly looks like either those rules have relaxed a little bit, which is really good news for collectors, or that Joe is being offered a lot more item count than they used to. Maybe more item count than they have tooling dollars to match. So either way, that's good news for collectors. And and none of that is inside knowledge or inside baseball. Daryl was very open with how Hasbro works their carry forwards versus uh, new items versus package refresh. So Joe is either being offered, GI Joe, is either being offered a lot more item count or they aren't counting those repaints uh, the way they used to. Either way, it's a good thing. So, yeah, get it. Lady J in that lighter green shirt. They might be getting more leeway on that because of the movie. Yeah, it could be. 
I'm I'm thinking that when the second lady Jay comes, just because we said, hey, it'd be okay, let's do Sunbow, they'll put out like that that gray night forest version that right. they'll just just to mess with it, right? Because we don't I, watch, right? It's a Rob. It's a good point that maybe they had item count left over because they've been spreading stuff out thin, right? Because of the movement of the movie, so we really have no idea what these lines would have looked like if the movie had come out on time. So maybe they actually have item count to spare. But when I was there, man, item count was so precious because you, at least the brands I worked on, you, even Transformers, which was rolling, you never got more, right? They would allocate it out at the beginning of the year. You would build your stuff. And then mid-year, they would pull back like 10% of the item count. So they would go around to the brands and they would say, you, you're losing. Everybody lost items. Guys like Transformers and Nerf didn't lose as much. But guys like, like Transformers would have like 200 items for the year. And G.I. Joe would have like five. And they would come around and say, hey, we need we need an item count. What, do you, what can G.I. Joe give up? And I'm like, we have five. Go talk to Nerf. Go talk to Transformers, right? You could take five from them and they barely notice. You take five from us and we don't exist anymore. And that then the punching would start. And 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 then it, it would be Thunderdome. <laughs> yep. Or I put I put together a sweet uh what was it? It was a it was a re-release essentially of the original 13 or the whole original first year G.I. Joe line. And I could get it done with like creatively with two packs. I got it done with like six items, right? It was it was amazing. It would have been really good. And when I would pitch it, they'd be like, six items? What are you nuts? <laughs> Give you the whole year one line and make some really good improvements cheaply. I just need a little tooling and six items. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. Then. Mortal Kombat! Right? Cool. <laughs> cool, right? How many bot bots are you making this year? Yeah. <laughs> They got a toaster and they got a blender and they got a back massager and they yeah. got, you know, just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And, and, and because of that, I couldn't get you a new how. That's how it works. Or, or a flash without a brutal chest cut. I was going to, I mean, they would have had the brutal chest cuts, but they would have had a big old secondary right over it, right? They would have a beautiful chest protector, right? It would have been like Thurman Munson all over again, since it is. All, all, all the, the, the pinstripe podcast. Did nobody tell Munson that orange chest protector looked terrible? Does it matter? Would it have? He he wore it because he liked it. He didn't yes. care. He thought. I guess. If you said something about his chest protector, his mustache would punch you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, Hal McRae would fly out of the stand, spikes up, and look out. Hal <laughs> McRae. <laughs> We were just watching that clip last week where Brett slides into Nettles way too hard, and Nettles gives him a little kick, and they start fighting right on third base, and neither one gets thrown out. They just settle down. They're like, hey, guys, none of that monkey business. Okay. <laughs> they take, just, they take just, George back to the dugout and get him a beer. They just traded punches at third base. Nobody has an issue with this? Oh, well. <laughs> 
was a different game, different. It time. was. It absolutely was. And when I tried to remember it, I thought it was Pinella sliding into Brett because it's the kind of thing Pinella would do, right? Just start a brawl at third base. I totally misremembered it. It was Brett into Nettles. <laughs> didn't didn't actually slide no. to Colton Fisk. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's what I was saying. You know, I actually, mean, it just if, if you the watch the slow mo, Brett slides and Ron Santo misses it entirely for <laughs> error number 26. And then he gets nettled. That's how it happened. You get into false baseball memories with the hunt. Somehow Ron Santos also playing third base for the Yankees. <laughs> That's guard the lines defense where you put in an extra third base. Pinello wouldn't slide into third to start a fight. He'd slide into third to like borrow cigarettes. <laughs> Bum smoke. Anyways, you can you can look that up uh, uh, on the internet in your spare time, kids. Lou Pinella. Just just look it up. He's yes. a fantastic character in the history of our sport, our national pastime. Once fought, once fought Norm Charlton. As, as a manager, yes. <laughs> yeah, who was the setup guy on his own team. <laughs> Next letter. Mark, Mike, and whoever Joe is. First off, congrats on number 500. I'm going to guess that's subscribers. Because uh, as far as episodes go, we're like 250-some-ish. Uh, onward to number 1,000. I was wondering if you can recall the products that got you into the line uh, as well as the store chain that gave you your first taste. Sorry if this has been asked already. It has, but we'll go into it again. Uh, in 1982, Breaker was my first figure. The Ram was my first vehicle. And I picked them up at a TG&Y in Clay Como, Missouri. Kokomo. Yeah, uh, I really enjoy the podcast and your entire community. Thank you for that. Uh, keep up the incredible work. Joe Self via email. Uh, angling to become new king of the post sock, Joe Self. But uh, Racktime Rob, why don't you go ahead and tell the story? Well, for me, I, I saw them hanging on a peg wall at J.C. Penney's in Roosevelt Field in New York. Yeah, that's that's the Roosevelt Field is the big shopping mall area in Nassau County on Long Island. So Garden City, Long Island. Port of call, yes. But so I picked up picked up that day Snake Eyes and Flash. Didn't you get a Cobra? No, Cobra came later. Cobras oh. came out later. When it I bought Snake Eyes delay. and Flash, basically the Cobras weren't even showing up on the yeah. back of the card. Oh yeah. My Snake Eyes and Flash were nine back. There was a huge delay before Cobras were available at, at retail, yeah. wasn't it? Wasn't like four or five months. Yeah. It took forever to get a bad guy. In in kid time. That's like a year and a half. Right. Well, there's nothing longer than that, you know, six to eight weeks for delivery. Oh, my God. Right? No. Major blood. And 42 days later, you're like waiting at the mailbox. Let's go. <laughs> Could be today. <laughs> 42 days later, you're standing on top of the mailbox, vulture style. I remember my mailman, we had a, not a long driveway, but kind of long. And I would put up the flag like we had mail to, for him to pick up. Just so I knew he had legally had to put it down when he left. So sometimes if we didn't have mail that day, he'd come over. Oh, the flag's up. No, it isn't. Lazy Weber's just in there wanting to know if Major Blood arrived or not. And uh, Racktime Rob is two years older than me, so my my story is kind of connected to him. 
after after we after he came home with Flash and and Snake Eyes, um, I, I what a couple weeks later, I got out to Woolworth with my grandmother and I came home with Stalker. So that was my first Joe. Because he looked he looked significantly different than the other two. So so you completed the classic Lerp team, right? Snake Eyes, Stalker, Flash. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, Tom Tommy wasn't a thing yet, so Flash had to run point. <laughs> he was good. Imagine. Yeah, then then I got a Cobra a couple weeks later at Toys R Us. It must have sucked to haul that laser rifle around the bo in the boonies in Vietnam, but yeah. Anthony Gambello never complained. They called <laughs> they called him Big Tony. Right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> fast Tony. He's flash. So he's right. fast. Just imagine wearing all that catches equipment in that humidity. Right. It kept him fit. That's what it was. Yeah. Kept him kept him lean. Doing Mon like a prune. Munson never complained. No. Well, yeah. he, pro he probably did. He probably did. He, he probably, probably did. stop. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Got to the point where nobody listened to him anymore. Yeah. But um uh Mark Mark Weber. Yeah. Joe's and where'd you get them? Yeah, there's a little, uh, it's actually employee-owned now, and it's still open in Bend, Oregon. It's a, we didn't have a Target, we didn't have a Walmart, we had a Bi-Mart, B-I-Mart, and it was essentially, you know, Target or Walmart before that happened. We actually had a store called G.I. Joe's in yeah. Bend, which is amazing, except for it sold like, it was like uh, Ace Hardware. <laughs> so I was really disappointed as a kid, like, yeah, there's a whole store they called G.I. They sponsored that NASCAR race for how many decades? Right. They didn't even have a toy department in G.I. Joe's. Talk about a heartbreaker. And mm -hmm. no, no toys for us in Ben. Never has been. Um, but anyway, I went to buy Mart one day as a fully Star Wars kid. And there they were all over the pegs. And I was just like, I am so in. Look at the knees and the elbows and the file cards and the artwork. And I was just, I was hooked from jump. I don't remember if... I had every Joe to choose from because I find it hard to believe I would have passed on Snake Eyes, but I, I had a good assortment and it was, I got one. I got Stalker because he he was of the ones I had. I'm guessing I didn't have Snake Eyes Andy. He was the coolest of those of those first guys to grab. So I was all over Stalker as my first Joe. Racktime Rob has still never seen the second version of Snake Eyes in stores. Got as a Christmas gift though. This is interesting from Joe that, and I don't know which ones he had to pick from, but Breaker as your first figure, unless you were matching him up to the card art or the box art on the Ram, like, oh, this is the guy, yeah. clean, clean shaven, who drives the Ram, like, Breaker is the least interesting of the first figures. <laughs> no weapon at all. Like, even the mortars, the mortars weird. Right? Nobody's dying for short fuse as their first Joe. But Breaker had no weapon. <laughs> now all the guys that like Breaker and like short fuse are going to write in. I don't have any problem with Breaker or short fuse, but interesting to me that Breaker would be the first pick. Like, le legitimately. How far <laughs> down? If you had all, what is it, nine of them to pick from on the shelf, where's Breaker? Six, seven, maybe? Nine. Because you're getting Flash, Snake yeah. Eyes, Grunt, Rock and Roll, 
Absolutely. For sure. Stalker. So, I mean, there's five no-doubters right there. Zap's got a big old bazooka. Zap's got a bazooka. Zap's a winner. Six. And then you're getting into, yeah, Snake Eyes, or uh, Short Fuse and, and Breaker later on. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's um, absolutely. But anyways, whatever, whatever. I, I mean, truthfully, I liked Breaker's gear anyway. He didn't have a gun, but he, he did have that cool headset thing going. So he'd probably be a step ahead of Short Fuse. After reading that. a couple of the comics, I might have jumped on Breaker because Breaker got big play in those early issues. That's true. He also, um, what we used to do is that whoever would with whoever would be playing with breaker would would make sure to just take a gun from a guy that he wasn't didn't wasn't coming from his squad so like i when when rob and i would play i would be grunt a lot grunt was high up on my list so rob would just take grunt's m16 from his grunt and give it to breaker and voila m16 yeah or i mean it's what i did with broken thumb guys right or he's a driver right yeah yeah a lot of times i put him on the motorcycle yeah he drives the ram on the on the uh Box art, so yeah, I wasn't giving that to rock and roll. He's got that, you know, he's got the big machine gun. Rock and roll's got to shoot the flak. Yeah, if you're a box art guy, but yeah. you're gonna you're gonna tell the machine gunner, hey, we don't need you today. You shoot the cannon. <laughs> no. Oh, hey, hey, when rock and roll in in '83, when the whirlwind came around, yeah, that made sense, right? Because it was two gigantic machine two guns. gigantic machine guns. And then when they made version two, they're like, why doesn't he just carry it? <laughs> okay. As I recall, when I, was, when I was a kid, I had uh, Scarlet shoot the flat cannon a lot because it just felt like in an overall warfare situation, those throwing stars and crossbow weren't going to do a whole hell of a lot, and you didn't need foot pegs to sit in the uh, in the flat. Yeah. yeah. So Scarlet shot the flat in my family room. See, we I were, think we'd have the flat get blown up first. Yeah, we yeah. were kids. We had we were too busy having Scarlet whip ass. <laughs> like I, and it wasn't like I didn't believe Scarlet could fight with the rest of them. If I was sending like an infiltration mission or something, yeah, absolutely. But I like to set up the big cross family room war, right? And so Scarlet was usually shooting some kind of cannon or behind the wall on in the headquarters or something. I guess whatever. That flak did get blown up a lot. <laughs> Remember that flak? It's uh, it's kind of worn out, like the little base thing where it comes apart at the bottom. It's really worn down because that's how we would show the flak is being blown up. It would just be off at the base. <laughs> take, it, take it apart, put it together. Take it apart, put it together. Yeah. Well, it's completely stationary. You couldn't tow it anywhere. It was it was uh, it was four dollars shelf filler is what it was. Yeah, Let's just be honest. Something you have at the, it's something when you when you have headquarters like oh this is some anti aircraft emplacement you know doesn't it it fits inside the headquarters right isn't there a cutout portion yes yeah uh, one of those one of Easter the, eggs nobody thing. knew yeah one of those garage things has divots in it that that you could I think it's the one for the vamp that's one of my favorite Easter eggs ever that that went if not unknown at least not common knowledge for a long time. It, it was one of those things that I, I figured out by accident, right? And I just figured that I was the last one to find out about it. Right. So I never said anything to anybody. 
I always, with mine, I always had the tank and the vamp. The Mobat and the vamp were always yeah. in the headquarters. Because yeah. I think that that's how it was shown on pack, I think. Yes. So I just I was just like, well, that's where it belongs. I didn't realize you had, you know, <laughs> the yeah. opportunity. Actually, we would we would fudge with that a little that alignment a little bit. Maybe it'd be the Mauler and the Off Striker or something like that. But but yeah, it, you didn't you didn't think of putting the flak in the garage. But did you guys put the uh, the helipad on top of the jail? No. No. Always did that. Always. No. The, the, the jail's got no roof, man. I just, I you just put gung ho up there, and he just fight everybody who tried to climb up, kick him back down. <laughs> it's a fight pit. Just kick it back. <laughs> gung ho and a shovel, just whack him upside the head. Perfect. Perfect. We were without without reproach. So that that's it for the posock, as you can tell, because shipwrecks back humping his meat. Uh, Lady J, still not, or uh, cover girl, still not impressed. Still not impressed. She, frankly, yeah. she just wants out. <laughs> you know what I think I love about coming on this most is the incredible dignity. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think as somebody who's been a, been with us for ten years, I think you know that that's never been the case. <laughs> That has, show. that has never been an element of what's on Joe Mind. <laughs> no. Since before I was a part of what's on Joe Mind, no. <laughs> yeah. Still no. What wasn't like I dragged it down. I no, no. I, I may have raised the level of discourse a little bit. There, there are tales of a certain rescue from Canada, you know. They they gone is correct. Those hips don't lie. <laughs> Good call, brother. Good call. So anyways, uh, with Postsock out of the way, that does take us to the evening's main event, if you will. Ooh. The main attraction. Yeah. Game show. That's right. It is time to pick the winner. Oh. Where are they? they go? Here they go. Here they go. Oh, they're gone. They're gone. Oh, my God. No, no. It's like the last can of pitch black. Someone drank it. <laughs> it it's it's gung-ho. No. No, it's Cobra Commander. Yeah. And it's gung ho. Yes. And they're going to somebody. We had, had a good good entrance on this. We had about 35 entries. Now we're talking. So if it's you, you too. Cobra Commander against the best army, the best army soldier they can offer. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So uh, let me get this set up so that I'm I'm actually sharing the uh, the the view here. Or the, the screen that has the yeah. Let's make this as legit and uh, unreproachable as possible. Because if the third Irizarry brother wins, he's not entered. He's out. People are going to be so ripped. Guess who won the pony? It's another cornetism. Guess who won the pony? Where's my? Where did it go? There. Oh, there it is. It's just. It's, I got. I got the rundown. If he, if he won this, he'd be like, "What did I enter?" Right. Yeah, right. That that that's that's be about how that went. So, yeah, yeah. Here it is. There it is. Whoa! Ooh, real morality. Turn, turn, turn. We got everybody. Everybody's name is in there. We got a few fun things in there. Maybe we might get a fun thing before we actually get a winner. I'm kind of hoping we do. Although the Joe takes a drink squares, like somebody's going to have to drink in her place. 
right? I got a drink right here, baby. All right. All right. Poncho takes a drink instead of Joe takes a drink. It's it's probably not the same level of drink. No. But, no. Know, that's that's not fair either. Yeah. I have a, I have the chaser. So, uh, Mark the Honcho. I feel like going blind tonight. Honcho, Mark Weber, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Rack time, Rob. Are you ready? I am. Fans in the live stream, are you ready? I'm waiting for anyone to reply to that. Nobody's replying. They can't hear us. Are we on? All right, we're we're on. Joe Self just complimented the wheel, but that's not the same as being ready. <laughs> okay, they there got it. Big on is on it tonight. Yes. All right, time to spin that wheel. Get that man some big league chew. That is on the wheel. <laughs> Classic or great? Uh, it's it's what's left of what I had from the last is that the time. Same, is that the same pouch? It is the same pouch. It's been in the same Ziploc bag. It, it hasn't moved from the table. It's amazing so, restraint. It's you probably hear a crunch. I don't, right. I don't chew a lot of gum, man. I don't. Gum is not so, my thing. I'm not a gum guy either. If you want to get nostalgic, leave the top open, and in a week you'll have tops bubble gum. Mm. <laughs> okay, so no, we've killed all the momentum. Are you ready? Rack time, Rob, are you ready? I am ready. Hunt Joe Mark Weber, are you ready? You know, I was ready, and now I'm not so sure. Kind of wishy-washy on it, but... Mm. <laughs> If we're annoying enough with this and we lose subscribers and drop below 500, do we have to wait? I'm not running a 500 subscriber contest without 500 subscribers. That's a good point. I yeah. We have, we have, we may not have class, but we have, no. integrity. we have a reputation to uphold. And by being annoying, we're doing it. We are, we are getting there. There's some people yeah. that hate us. And I yeah. love, I love that those people hate us. <laughs> We should start talking about fantasy football. Judge a man by the quality of his enemies. <laughs> I'm the greatest live. Anyway, quote a great American. They don't hate on. us. Let me before you spin. They let me hate check themselves on, for loving us. That's let right. Me, let me before you spin. Let me check on Facebook. See if I can get any tips on how to spin this wheel correctly. Yes. Uh, check in with your your Philippine merchant friends. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm nationwide. Yeah. Spin that wheel. See how the Royals fans spin it. Right. Well, we want Frank White to spin the wheel. Where's Abel Sodas? <laughs> I was in Old Navy with a friend. We were in line. I looked over and saw both flavors of Big League Chew. I started laughing, and she looked at me weird. There's more than two flavors of Big League Chew, by the way. There's like six or seven now. Oh, yeah, Is there watermelon, right? Watermelon. There's watermelon. Uh, there, well, there's original. There's grape. Uh, there's watermelon, there's uh, Tootsie Fruitsy, there's, um, uh, I, got, I don't know. I'm, I, uh, there's pot roast. There's pot uh, yeah. Roast. Not yeah. popular, um, not really. There's, uh, in, in what's Sausage gravy. Kind of strange this week, shrimp tail. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Best team I saw this week was a, a, somebody doctored up a box of cinnamon toast crunch that said it was cinnamon toast crunch, oops, all shrimp tails. <laughs> I, 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 I'm at the point where I can't hear any more about that nonsense without going insane. 
but oops all shrimp tails got me to stop and laugh out loud. That's pretty good. Ragtime Rob, are you ready? Uh, yes, for the love of God. Hancho Mark Weber, are you ready? I'm so ready. All right, it's time to spin the wheel. Next news item. That's exactly what that's on the wheel for. I'm so happy that one of the fake ones came up. I am so happy. Which which shows that it's legit. Otherwise, Mike wouldn't be so excited about it. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. That made my whole year right there. (laughs) I think we're done. We can sign off, right? Good night. I got to go walk into the living room and go fan Mike off. Good night, everybody. Beer. This this lockdown has been so tough. I'm so happy. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I lost three jobs last year. You have no idea what that meant to me. Okay, spin it again. This is courtesy of pickerwheel.com. And Coco Toys. We have a winner! It is Brad L01BO2. I guess that's Lobo 12 sideways. But that is our winner. Brad, congratulations. That's it. You don't have to be present. But why wouldn't you be? I mean,. Look, man, I, whatever. I, I, people, people got jobs and lives and kids, yeah. credit cards, and I have most of those keys, keys and friends and doorknobs and <laughs> stuff. So it, it's, I'm not, I'm not hating on Brad if he's not here. He may be here. Congrats, Brad. Not everybody who, not everybody who shows up is, is a big loudmouth shooting their face off in the side. That's what I learned at McFarland Toys. The guys who come say hi at the at the booth would say, "I read every day, but I never post." Those guys are animals. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know who I'm glad didn't win. Biff McHonky Donk. Biff McHonky Donk. I am so glad <laughs> that McHonky Donk was shut out. He only trended one night. Well, there goes the subscriber. Yeah. Never he's he's going to block our access to 3D Joes. That's what's going to happen. Hey, yeah, and yeah. I, this is not me uh, playing coy here, and this is not something we went over beforehand, but we do have something to announce down the road at some point, right? Isn't there a new extended contest? Oh, there will be. It's, it's not going to be tonight because yeah. we want to confuse the contest that we just ended. That is the contest that determines that Brad there Congrats, Brad. Of of both Gung Ho and Cobra Commander from GI Joe Classified. Uh, be sure to drop us a line at uh, at what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. It's the email down below. Um, where is it? Down there. Down there. Um, and and we'll we'll figure that out. Uh, obviously, we're we're taking care of shipping, so don't don't worry about anything like that. Um, but we will get that to you as soon as possible uh, via U.S. Postal Service, which means a two to 93 weeks for delivery. Two words, Brad. Bubble mailer. Yeah. yeah. Coming your way, baby. 
I'm just, I just figured I'd slap the label right on there. Not bad. Just Tape them together. Rubber band them together. It'll work. And then mail them an empty box. And then <laughs> mail an empty Walmart box. I have an empty Walmart box that is waiting to be mailed. So yeah. Ra Where'd Rack you get that Rob? from? Yeah. <laughs> Racktime Rob may find that one familiar. You gotta say you gotta save that, and in twenty years, sell it on eBay and say unopened. Ultra, ultra rare, non-existent right? Scarlet yeah. variant. That's it. So, Brad, LO1BO2, congratulations. You are the winner, and we can finally stop talking about having a contest for maybe a couple of weeks. <laughs> but, uh, st but stay tuned. Stay tuned. We will have a 1,000 subscriber contest, and there's better a better prize for that one. A bigger, certainly bigger prizes for that one. Hey, Mike, I got a question. A bigger, a bigger prize package, I think, is the best term. I got a question. Yes. Where did these fine collectibles come from? These fine collectibles are courtesy of Kokomo Toys. Sing the theme song with me, everyone. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. I thought it had a Ruba in Jamaica in there somewhere. but No, no, that's different. That's a different theme song. That's, that's totally, totally off. Yeah, that would get us demonetized. Yeah, that's if we were ever monetized. Oh, <laughs> I got to get a screen cap of our win there. So bear with me just a second. Right, I got demonetized in December. Yeah, again, I got demonetized three times last year. <laughs> it's going around. Stupid pandemic. So that's uh, that's the contest. That is the plug the damn show contest. Uh, glad that Joe Colton was here to share it with us. Wait, no, no, she was not. She Funny, was. the uh, the wheel never stand landed on take a drink, Joe. But yeah. I kind of think she still did anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope. I hope, frankly, I I, I don't begrudge that. So, sobriety is a terrible thing, particularly in this day and age. <laughs> it's uh, hmm. I might have gotten more sleep during the summer had I drank. There we go. <laughs> And sitting next to me singing the Kokomo Toys song. Yes. We got to lift the audio and songify that, man. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. We need to we need to get Torpedo Mike's son to sing uh, a clip of him singing that and send it to Kokomo yeah. Toys. Well, I mean, we could play it right here. We could we get to we can share video through our our fine. <laughs> Are fine. Uh, I, I have a video I would love to share, but I do not have the permission to share. Right. Ah, uh, yes. From, make it our ring. Make it our ringtone. From from Mr. Dave Tree. So, um, <laughs> if you want to see if if you want to see uh, Dave Tree cursing at me, be sure to contact him at sales at allthecoolstuff.co.uk. He's got all the cool stuff. He has all of it except for what's at Kokomo Toys. He has all the rest. But all the rest of the cool stuff is does not fit on the business card, so it's just all the cool stuff. Yeah, all right. All right. there's all right. a lot of overlap there too. It's 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 kind of a Venn diagram deal. And Brad has all the cool British stuff. Nah, that's fair. Brad Lobo Twelve got some of the cool stuff. That's right, Lobo Twelve Sideways. He got some of the cool stuff. So again, yeah, that you want to reach out to us at what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. or if you you know forget, it's it's down there. Rob's uh, Rob's visual cue there was strangely terrifying. 
It's like a Monty Python outtake. You know? <laughs> Dave will probably curse at you again in the future, out of love, of course. Well, maybe not out of love, but yes, he will, <laughs> he will definitely curse at us in the future. If I know Dave, it's a given. Really, if I know Mike, anyone cursing at him, it's a given. But you know, I mean, Dave is English. He it's what he it's what he does. Probably cursing right now. <laughs> I mean, no, because it's four a.m. where he is, and he's Unless pissed. He's sleep, he's sleep cursing, and he's pissed about it. Four a.m. Or no, I guess it's only three a.m. where he is. So yeah, oh well, then in. he's up yeah, on he's, a Friday. On a Friday, he's just getting in. No. I mean, if it's tree, he's just, he's he's getting up in half an hour to milk the cows or something. Yeah. Making he's, himself a nice fry up and yeah, out in fording bridge in the sticks. Oh yeah, off to the textile mill. He's 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 got chores to do at the at the farm before he heads in to 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 mine the salt mines at <laughs> all the cool stuff. So, anyways, that's uh, that's our contest. Be sure to stay tuned. Uh, we'll we'll eventually gradually drop details on our one thousand subscriber contest. Um, sure to be of greater monetary value than the five hundred subscriber contest. So if you didn't win this time, stay tuned. Yeah. Win next time and next time. That's that'd be a heck of a one to win. And convince your friends to subscribe so they can propel you to the winner circle. That's it. That's right. Make make your make your way off the sweat of the proletariat. Basically. Wait, no, wait, wait. We're, we're go, we took a serious left turn there, didn't we? Welcome okay. to the October Guard podcast. GI communism. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Up next, all the problems. <laughs> I, I'm torn because we're right about at the one hour mark. Do we want to take questions from the audience or do we want to go right into shout outs? Maybe one question. Okay. All right. Let's take a couple of quick questions from, from the peanut gallery. Uh, <laughs> so what, we, what do we got? If, if you're watching at home, this is your time. This Here's is your my time. question. We'll yes. that to him. What unlicensed GI Joe figure would you most like to see on an upcoming IDW cover? <laughs> Streethawk. I think it's all in. It's all possible. I'm in with Streethawk. Su Superman. Superman. The man, the machine. <laughs> Streethawk. What about what about Skydiver, baby? Oh, with a leopard pants. Yeah. Oh, so good. One of the adventure people. Right. <laughs> that guy with the claw hands. That, that we need. Yeah. That, that robot guy with the claw hands. He's he's the guy. Maybe the guy in the turtleneck. Predictions for Hasbro's April 9th show, or are you saving it for next week's show? Uh, in fairness, I, I haven't shared this with the others, but I've actually been tipped off as to what's going to get oh. there. So I have it on pretty good authority on what's going to be there. So it, uh, for me, doesn't mean anything. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off. Uh, I have an idea. Yes. Name your source, Mike. No. Name your source. I haven't even named. Come my, on. I haven't even named what what I think is coming. So I'm Be a man. Not given a source on information that has not been presented. It's forty-seven target exclusives, just because everyone's happy. Well, given given that I got nothing to lose, I have a friend who runs a small store in the Philippines. 
Oh, well. Yeah. All right. I, I understand, as I understand it, you learned everything you know about marketing toys from that gentleman. For free on the internet. Yes. You too can be a brand manager. Yes. Uh, then they, they did announce that it was going to be first look at movie product, right? Yeah, they that's did. Out, that's out there. So, okay. Yeah. That is. So there you go. That's, I, I don't think it's going to be a lot more than that because they, and, and, and rightly so, right? You, you, that's a big, big deal. And you wouldn't want to step on that, right? If I was, if I was, you know, had a hand in it at all, there would be, if it's, if we're re revealing movie product, there'd be nothing else. It's hey, just, Biff's got a comment. Biff McConkie Dunk, <laughs> he is spot on. Yes, <laughs> a guy on the internet. Mine too. Might be the same guy. Yeah, possible. But, um, Exclusive to the Kansas City area, it will be a two pack of Amos Otis and Willie Wilson. Right. And Frank White. Where's Frank White? I can leave Frank White out. Come on, man. Frank White. Frank White. The, it'll be the Frank White and Buddy Bianca Lana double play two pack. We just, what happened this week? We sent down, Otis came up actually and hasn't been hitting. They sent down uh, Al McRae and Mike Sweeney, who was not hitting at all. Fighting Mike Sweeney? Down to the minors for Amos Otis and Mike McFarland. So, all right. We'll see if Casey Amos can Otis. turn that season around. Go get Amos Otis and Spanky. There you go. That's it. Off they go. Tim Peterson says they mentioned classified, but I suppose movie product could also be part of classified. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, that, it's, and, yeah. and rightly so. You would want to, you know, keep trumpeting that, you know, brand marketing. I guess. Yeah, you want some it. consistency there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everything can't be a a separate thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, movie movie figures from the Marvel movies are part of Marvel Legends, so you know. Yeah. When I pay, and when and I first, they've been mixing, they've been mixing movie product and comic product in the same way. So. When I first pitched Six Inch Joe, I wanted to call it GI Joe Elite. I still like that. Guy. Double play two pack is inappropriate, and that is actually not true because I was talking about middle infielders. So yeah. I, I found a loophole on that one, and that is that is true. Twenty twenty one is going to be all Duke. Well, we're already three months done, and we've. Barely seen Duke. We got Domes Duke, and that's all we got so far. 2020 was all Duke. Just saying. Hey, we all have our favorites. I ain't gonna, I, I ain't mad at her for having one. No, no, no. I'm totally loyal. Yeah. So, I'm done with that. So, anyways, uh, see, seeing not a bunch of questions coming from our, our viewing audience, why don't we head into shout outs? <laughs> Racktime Rob, you're, you're guest hosting this week. Why don't you, why don't you give us your shout outs? All right. Shout outs for anyone who has a hand in testing and manufacturing vaccines. Because, you know, I want mine on April 1st. All right. That's what my appointment is. <laughs> April Fool's Day. You're on really April Fool's Day. Yeah. What could go wrong? What, exactly. What could what could go wrong? Oh, we've we substituted out your, your vaccine with, with five cc's of Sprite. Or there's, or there's some Yahoo who just has a needle and they're just going to keep sticking you like five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. They're like, hard to find a vein. Uh, sorry. Uh. 
you finally walk out barely grateful, more angry, and then they bring in the next guy who gets 10 more shots. Well, I knew same, I should have been concerned when the doctor looked like Larry Fine. Right. Next guy gets 10 shots, same needle. Mm. Mm, good times. Good times. You got anything else, Rack Time Rob? Uh, let's see here. To all the people working in classrooms, I know what you're going through. <laughs> I don't know, Mark. He seems a little focused tonight. He's got kind of an odd level of... Yeah. Well, if you had the week I just had, yeah. I don't know why. At least it's over. Mark Weber, we, give us yeah. some notes. You know what? It's, it's funny because I, I go to the same guy a lot, and this time it's actually because there's some news uh, for him. So uh, Joe Artis, an all-around great guy, Jamie Sullivan, is uh, fundraising uh, for our, our favorite charity, him, because it has been uh, it's been a long year for a lot of artists, and he's got some cool stuff up. So let me share my screen here. See if I can do this right. Uh, we'll go with screen one. Share. So Agent Chuckle seventy six asks, "What are five Cobra Commanders of Air?" Huh? Anyway. So check this out. Can you pop that up for me? Yeah. yeah. So this. This was his uh, his Joe cover that he did a while ago, right? That showcased all the Joes. And yeah, it's just tremendous. I was digging it. There's some October Guard guys here since we shouted them out. But anyway, he has a connected Cobra cover coming out. And when he prepares to do these, he actually draws each guy individually. So what he's putting up for sale through his Facebook page, he says every night, I think he's hit most nights this week, is his original artwork for the co individual Cobra guys. Mm, nice. So these are going up every night and you don't know who it's going to be, um, but they're available. And so I, I tried to get me an interrogator like on the sly. And I guess interrogator wasn't in the original 155 issue run. Those are the Cobras being shown on the cover. So interrogator doesn't even make it like 190 Cobras on that cover. No room for interrogator at the end. Yeah, he's got to go sleep in the manger, I guess. So anyway, uh, we'll work that out. But anyway, he's, he's putting these up every night. They're cool. It will be part of the overall cover. So keep an eye out for your favorite Cobra. Uh, it's kind of first come, first serve. Uh, anyway, ships those out every night. And then this is really cool, and I think it's further down the line. But he is redrawing the original covers from the a real American hero one through 155 run. And he's only going to do one cover, one cover, one time. And these are selling for a lot more because they're a lot more intensive. And so they are very, they are similar to the original covers, but they have his own twist and his own style on them. So there's a couple examples of his work and you can reach out to him uh, through his Facebook page and request the cover you want. So you can actually, he's going to do all of them and he's going to do them chronologically, I think. So he's working his way up one through 155. So if you want one soon, you might want to go with one of those lower numbered issues. But if there's one issue that, that's absolutely your jam, uh, reach out to him because it's, again, the kind of first come, first serve. So if you absolutely have to have the shakedown issue or, 
you know, buzzer chopping the tail off that sky striker. If there's one that that's your jam, get in touch with Jamie Sullivan and get it reserved because there's only, he's taking reservations and he's only selling one of each because it's the original artwork. So uh, I just thought this stuff's awesome. I think he's a great artist and you know, it help a good guy out who's uh, who's got some uh, fiscal needs right now. So. To James Sullivan, uh, we love what you're working on, and uh, I think the Joe community will be out in force for your very, very cool stuff. Awesome. Any, anybody else, the honcho, that gets your shout-outs for the evening? Uh, well, let's give a shout-out to Emma the dog, Emma Frost, the, <laughs> the, 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 protector of, the protector and the scourge of Maple Avenue. So... <laughs> My mom sent me a picture from like a signals catalog or one of those throwaway catalogs. And it's the first thing I've seen in there I've wanted to buy in ever. And it, it's a, a doormat for outside your front door. And it says, ring the bell and I shall sing you the song of my people. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> so we'll see. That's great. That might make it out of here. I might, I might drop some coin on that. So, that's fantastic. Uh, so that's uh, get that for dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, give a, so let's give a shout out to the uh, the animals of the Weber household. How uh, uh, simple is that? To Emma for keeping us safe, and to Colin for being a cat, so he's no trouble. <laughs> for, for being a cat with hundred and twenty six yeah. toes. Yeah. Let's let, let's check that. Uh, if I had a bar graph, I should living buzzsaw. Should have done it in PowerPoint, right? Dogs are great, right? Cats are just that much better, baby. So. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Uh, our our shout-outs, of course, you gentlemen, for, for coming on and being part of the show tonight. Uh, to Joe Colton, who is a late scratch. We tease, but we love. Um, to folks who are tuned in to us live, thank you for doing so. For anybody who's watching us on recording, we like you guys too. Maybe not quite as much, but we like you guys all the same. That's not true. Like uh, if you entered the contest, shout out to you. Thank you. Um, we made it real simple on purpose, uh, and and also so that your your entries could do us some good. Because the more the more comments we get on videos, the better off we are. Uh, the more that gets us into into situations where you know uh, YouTube's algorithms look and say, "Hey, people really dig this this show. We need yeah. to present this show to." to other folks who like GI Joe and toys and, and nerdy stuff like that. So, um, so thank you for, for entering. Um, we're sorry we didn't have 35 prizes to give away to 35 entrants, but Hey, well, we get up into that rarefied air of monetized country. Maybe we will. Mm -hmm. A red uh, ninja for everyone, right? One of those $1 well, red ninjas. That's but, what I, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on a budget here. Yeah. I think we'd still have to fight Joe for those. Probably. Uh, shout out to Kokomo Toys for providing the wonderful prize that we gave away tonight. Many kudos to Todd and Amber and gang up north of here about 45 minutes. I'm at Kokomo Toys every once in a while. Rack that time, way. Rack time Rob, slightly less so because he doesn't love anyone. I'm, I'm bitter. Mm. Bitter and alone. That's why you're. That's why you're Oli. <laughs> I long for the days when I get old enough to 
unironically yell at kids to get off my lawn. That's right. I got a dog that does that. Get a dog. <laughs> really Singing the song of her people. It's automated. Yeah. Somebody's giving away a red ninja. Hmm. Mm. I wonder if that may happen on our show. Hmm. Right. Mm. 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 I would like to just give away 35 red ninjas just to see Joe's face every time we let one go, right? Like, you know, she's answering like 700 times under assumed right. names. Probably. Yeah, because yeah. we'd, we'd run that contest and the next day we'd lose all of those subscribers. Joseph Colton, <laughs> Jim, Jimmy Colton, Jimmy John Colton, Jimmy Joe Jack Colton, <laughs> Jimmy Johnny Bolanovich Colton, Jimmy Jack Funk Colton. <laughs> Uh, we will have a guest next week, so be sure to uh, tune in for us there. Um, and uh, that's about it for this episode of What's on Joe Mind. Um, please, if, uh, we're, we're in a situation where we've gotten vaccines for this awful COVID-19 disease, uh, but somehow cases are not dropping off. We are continuing to, to plateau or worse in most parts of the country. Uh, so we're not doing our jobs real well. We are not wearing masks. We are not maintaining social distance. Uh, we need to, to keep on that until this really gets beat down a little bit further. Um, so if you're, if you're heading out, uh, mask up, continue to mask up. Cause even if you've, even if you've gotten your shots and your vaccines, there's no long-term data that says that you can't spread it to somebody who hasn't. Uh, and that's a lot of folks out there. That's still 75 to 80% of everybody. Uh, so please, please, please continue to mask, maintain social distance, uh, and and don't go out unless you absolutely have to. Um, again, pandemic, pandemic. Let's 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 be sensible about this, and and we'll all be through it that much faster. Um, but for my co-hosts, Racktime Rob, the Honcho Mark Weber, I'm Mike Irizarry. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of What's on Joe Mind. Uh, congratulations to Brad. Global 12. Sideways. Global 12 sideways. And uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great rest of the evening. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, we, got, right. we got Falcon and we got Invincible tonight. So go watch some television. <laughs>